welcome to I'll Drop, the podcast where we talk about the things that are making us drop and ultimately the things that keep us from dropping. We have very strong opinions about the things we see happening on reality TV, on Instagram, and in the intersection of the two. And sometimes we get so upset by it all that we feel like we just can't take it. And that's when we say I'll Drop. I'm Maggie. And I'm Maria. And we're going to get into the things that are making us drop this week. So, this week, we're going to talk about Peter, we're going to talk about Kelly, we're going to talk about Peter and Kelly. So, strap in, folks. Sorry. Yes, we are going to talk about that because... We didn't really know what was going to, you know, act as our muse in Bachelor Nation this week. Usually it's just like passive content or like things that happen during the show because it's not happening right now. But Peter has been very vocal and so has Kelly with the press this week. So we actually... They love the press. Yeah. And I think Maria wrote this, but I just want to echo the sentiment. I know I didn't... I know I said I didn't care about... Peter, but this keeps pulling me back in. I did write that, and I do feel that way. I experienced Um, myself caring this week. Last week, I literally said, I can't care about Peter. I hate him so much. And this week... It might be another walk-back situation. (laughs) Guys, I need to walk back. We is a different woman from week to week. (laughs) I'm constantly apologizing for things I said seven days ago. No, you don't have to be sorry about that. No, I'm not. He wasn't giving us anything last week. I'm, he wasn't. I'm just going through like a, an arc of like it's a roller coaster with Peter. Yeah, it's like it's like the stars of the shows we watch say. You know, when you watch it, you see yourself and you learn a lot about yourself. We're just doing that through audio. We, yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. We're the same as Peter. You don't know Walker. how much we're growing every freaking week, you guys. <laughs> um, you have no idea. Um, okay, so yeah. the first thing that I think, or at least the first thing that I was exposed to this week was an Us Magazine article where Kelly spoke to producers. Because so, I mean, we we talked last week when we were just like, I hate this about how Peter <laughs> is in Chicago quarantining with Kelly, which just seems like random and like not super safe with the timing <laughs> of when he went there and just like like shut up we don't care about your tiktok like just overall negative feelings pushing that away we did not want that <laughs> we but, call them the d-list uh quarantine yeah and that i will never walk back because that's no, true they still and, are. and when we listen to peter talk this week like he basically agrees with that so he does in a so, way so whatever. <clears throat> we're not walking back anything so kelly spoke to so the things that we really want to get into are this Us Magazine article, and Kelly also, or Peter also spoke to Nick Vial on Nick Vial's podcast. So they kind of like talked about and addressed their experience on the show more candidly than we've seen like at all, really. Like, because he Cause, didn't even really yeah. talk it after the final rose. Peter hasn't really talked to any of anyone since um, the show ended. So this yeah. was big. Um, yeah, for Nick, like, the Nick Vial thing. Um, and he, he yeah, he yeah. talked pretty candidly. And Kelly, but, I mean, Kelly too. Not that she's like as big of a deal, but still, no, yeah, for sure. People were kind of, I think, confused about her leaving and their relationship and stuff. So, yeah. So this article was just kind of like, the overall point was like, okay, Kelly and Peter clearly like each other. And Kelly was kind of saying, like, yeah, the producer intervention sort of stopped us from being able to see each other as much as we would have wanted which like you know you expect that like we know that they have candidates that they push and stuff but like (laughs) there was a section of the article that I'm just gonna read it um so after the show presumably this is Kelly saying what she told to Peter I told him they don't let me see you they locked me up in a closet for three hours last week and they won't let me see you I said Yeah, that's pretty, you you clearly know how they push some people forward and they don't push others forward. It's just like, I saw him, like things were getting in his head that he wasn't able to make his own decisions and it just kind of pissed me off. So Maria, I just want to know, like, when you hear that, what 
stands out to you? Maggie, she was locked in a closet for three hours. (laughs) Three hours. What does she mean? They locked her in a closet? Were they just like, you can't get out and like locking, like, yeah, it wasn't like, like, they, like, she doesn't mince words at all. I don't even know what other situation could kind of be like, like, it wasn't like, they really made me kind of like stay in this room with three other girls while Peter bonded with Hannah Ann, you know, it, it was like, they, they locked me in a closet. Like, what does that mean? They didn't let me see you. They locked her in a closet. This, these For people three have no hours. They have no books. They have nothing. Yeah. They have themselves. I think that the sound got messed up, so I just want to reiterate that Maria just said they have no phone. That's crazy. So, yeah, was she in there? Like, was she screaming to get out? Was she banging on the door just <laughs> like, help? Like, what's happening Where were in the, the closet? Other girls when she was locked in a closet? Like, how would... Like, now, knowing the rest of the show and the way she was acting, knowing she was locked in a closet, she actually, like, really kept her cool. The fact that she didn't walk out and leave after she was locked in the closet for three hours makes Kelly, like, the just, like, chillest human being alive. How could you be locked in a closet for three hours? And then come out and be like, all right, I'll, the I'll go on a date. the producers do that? But we don't know a thing about this. Because... Immediately after this quote in the article, it just says, Kelly thinks Peter had a big heart. And really, he did. He got engaged to Aunt Hannah Ann Sluss at the end of the season. And then they just completely move on and start talking about Peter and Hannah Ann. And then the article ends. And we don't get any, like, follow-up or any questions about the being locked in the closet or the <laughs> producers, like, uh, you know, like, holding your, like, nothing so we are just left with this quote and nothing else what's that and that's a very significant accusation that someone locked you in a closet for three like that's so different than normal producer intervention like hey go talk to her go stir up the drama it's crazy because usually you hear like yeah you know the producers like with becca Martinez it's like yeah the producers like kind of wouldn't let me tell Ari my age but they would just be like oh no just tell him next week and or they'd like throw in another girl before Becca was about to go tell her tell Ari about how old she was or whatever like stuff like that that's a little more subtle but this is just putting like locking a woman in a closet like there's no other word for it there's no other situation that matches it yeah so so what's that No about? one's talked about that. <laughs> I no really would like someone it. to elaborate. On this show, we talk about the things that no one talks about, and <laughs> this is definitely one of them. And I haven't seen anything that was like, so Kelly said the producers locked her in a closet. You know, like, there's yeah. so many people that talk about these shows on the internet. Like, that should be like, with- Bachelor Horror Story, like a Nikki Swift YouTube video. Oh my god, that's Nikki Swift. Nikki material. Swift would break this news with us. Where's Nikki Swift? Yet no one's brave enough except for Us Magazine to say this. So that's like the, my biggest question. Like literally, if I could ask the producers of the show anything, it's like, did you lock Kelly in a closet for three hours? <laughs> Can you talk about that? The producers on the show are evil evil humans um, and i really want to know like i read an article i keep seeing an article that's like the the bachelor contract and like what they actually agree to and like i do want to know that but i just don't want to like actually read like a dumb article about it but like i want to know if when you sign that contract like technically they can lock you in the closet for three hours you sign there's like a whole section about being locked in closets and you give up your right to not yeah. be locked in closet and you can actually fill in the number of hours maximum that you're willing to be locked in and so if you have a higher number then they'll they'll favor you in the competition for sure she only did three yeah um and that's yeah, why she so got that's... the villain edit um and she got kicked off so yeah but 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 peter decided to go to chicago to quarantine with her which is and then which He's is still there yeah um so the big thing that we need to talk about is peter's discussion on nick vile's podcast vile files where he was like we said kind of the most candid that we've seen him be since the show um 
Maria and I actually did a really ingenious method of listening to this where we made separate documents called Maggie's notes and Maria's notes. So um, we're really prepared and really ready to literally have a class discussion about this podcast. So you, you will not need to listen to it because we will cover all of the things that are of note. If you were like, oh, I saw Peter's on Nick's podcast, but I really don't want to listen to an hour and a half of Peter and Nick Vial talking. Which is so We've smart got to you. be like that. And it's the best like outlook yeah. to have on life. But we got you in that situation. Okay, um, so um, my first bullet is I'm delighted by our separate secret note documents. I love them. <laughs> Covered that. The second is the theme music is intense. Do you remember? No, I don't remember. It's like, I, I think I fast forward through it. It's like hip hop. It's like oh, just not yeah. who you are, Nick Vile. And Nick having perused my own fair share of free stock music websites, I know that he found that on one of those. And it's just like, come on, oh, yeah, man. For sure. Just call a friend. You have the money to have someone write this for you. For sure. Um, he knows music people. Maybe one of the listener your heart people can make him a song. You know? Yeah. Haven't okay. seen that trash show. Sorry if you have, but it's trash. Yeah. I won't watch a minute of it. Yeah. What's it's your next you- bullet? Um, I think it's interesting that Peter reached out to the show himself. That is interesting. I think I gathered that as, like, he let Hannah Ann and Madison kind of make their statements. And he was, like, waiting for them to sort of, like, maybe talk shit or whatever so he could, like, defend himself properly, like, having, with the dust having settled. Yeah. And I think that he was just, like... My mom is getting a lot of hate right now, and, like, I need to just, like, like you said, let the dust settle so that, like, this doesn't become, like, the most uncomfortable, messiest thing in the entire world for my whole family. I I did feel for him when he started talking about, like, after the final rose and having to watch his breakup live next to Hannah Ann, which is, like, crazy. No, I did. I felt for him, and, like, confronting his exes. Yeah, and he, like, really held it together. He, he was like, I'm so sorry. He could have cried in that moment. I don't think people would have been mad at him. It's truly I, that, I like, cried. the format of the show, like, fucked him over. Like, he made stupid yeah. decisions, but it's he just, like, dummy. that show literally set people up to get hurt and hate each other. Um, yeah. Do you think that he reached out, or do you think it was Lori Kay Public Relations? <laughs> I think it was probably Lori Kay. I think Lori Kay probably pushed him to like do you think that he had the idea to do that me actually maybe because he and Nick are like friend friends you know they're like they look they hang out like in the past yeah with boys who look like them that's (laughs) the rule I okay I need to talk about Lori Kay public relations really fast okay because like if Lori Kay public relations actually connected Peter with Nick's show it's just like she represents just like bachelor and even like bravo people and it's such a weird universe where she's just like okay now you go on your show and like no you guys are both my clients and this is good for both of you and then you go on Rachel's show and Rachel's my client and that's gonna just like fester in this like world of just like semi-likable people just like talking to each other about their love lives and then she just Lori K public relations just gets rich Lori Kay is the Kris Jenner of the PR world. She is. And all of those people are her kids, including Jax. <gasps> Remember when Hannah G went to Jax's house? What? Come on. You just forget. I think that we... we... <laughs> I just forget. It's, that's true. I just forget. <laughs> she, Hannah G, hung out with Jax and Brittany at their house because Lori Kay represents all of them. Is that... Are you okay? No. We need. I need to like digest this yeah. off pod. Um, it's really responsible for you. I I could really derail this Protect whole podcast right now to talk about this. the people's emotions. It's crazy. You can derail it if you want. I just really want to talk about Peter and Nick. I know. Okay, okay. That's insane that Hannah G hung out with Jax from Vanderpump Rules. That is two people that I never thought would hang out in each other's homes. But it's uh, weird. It's very we soldier weird. on. We must soldier on. Okay, that's really brave. Okay, so um, also jump in with your bullets at any point. Yeah, um, I said 
why is it so deeply annoying to hear Peter say I'm far from perfect when he's describing his experience on the show I just hate that phrase he uses it so often I'm like shut up I hate when people say I'm not perfect when you criticize them it's like because it's like cool I didn't say that you were perfect yeah exactly I'm like why are you telling me that did you think did you think Peter that we thought you were perfect and that's why we're criticizing your actions it's it, yeah, he's exactly. had so long to perfect his lines and he just sticks with I'm far from perfect it's which like, is the right. line he's been saying from episode like when he did the cheers to the 30 women that is what he no. said he was like ladies I'm far from perfect no. but let's get this is that true whatever. I, I know that he said it on night one like I know I have that like sound they're like oh my god I'm so glad he he's so enlightened real. us on the fact that he's far from perfect yeah i just that it doesn't make any sense it makes no sense it and he acknowledged on the pod he's like I'm yeah I've, i said it a lot on the show i'm far from perfect it's like we I'm get like, it we can just find a new line for you we don't have to keep saying the same words yeah lo- talk to Lori k tell her the <laughs> people don't like it <laughs> and she will find a good word for you i kind of said a similar thing which is it's crazy. So this is just like talking about both Peter and Nick, obviously. It's crazy how people just go on the show and then just tell everyone that no one understands how they feel and then just like talk to each other on tape. And I guess it's a similar comment about Lori K Public Relations, but just like this ecosystem of all of these guys being like, you don't know what I've been through. And it's like, okay. <laughs> I don't, okay. Like, yeah. It's, I noticed that too, that they were like, this is the most unrelatable thing in the world and only we get each other. And it's like, actually, there's a lot of you now, actually now in the world. And also, you're not Just the only milling about show. in society. <laughs> like, you're not the only dating show to exist. Like, I know that The Bachelor is unique and it's structured, whatever, but like, so many other dating shows exist. So like, yeah. I'm sure that Love is Blind people could relate to you. I'm sure like, yeah, and they don't go around being whatever. like, you don't get it. They just like, are like, oh, I found my husband. And then they just like, do a little reunion and live their lives in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Um, also, enough people or enough people write about this show, and there's enough content out there that like people kind of know. I don't know. It just feels crazy that they. You're right that they just take this as an opportunity to be like nobody understands who we are, what we've been through, and it's like you're fine. Shut yeah. Up. It made me think of a question, which is: Do you think that people on The Bachelor see themselves as like martyrs for our entertainment? I think on some level the leads do. The yeah. leads and the people who get far. Like the or especially the ones who've been burned, like Hannah Brown and Peter. Who are like, I guess I she this did in a way. You. Yeah, but it's like you but yeah, and it just doesn't acknowledge like that you wanted to attain the sweet life too of Zach right, and Cody. Of Zach and Cody. Um It's they, like you wanted the travel and you wanted the fame and you wanted to be on TV. And, like, you, the finding love thing is all, like, a bonus at that point, but people do this because it's, like, it's a cool opportunity, and I could get a lot out of it. Like, don't pretend like you were yeah. jumping into this because you wanted to Thank get you so much it. for sharing. It's, like, you absolutely saw what this would do for you. Yeah, you gave me 10 weeks of entertainment for you to become very rich and gain an enormous amount of, like, clout and money and fame and like yeah this whole like door Thank opening you for so you so much for doing that. it's like You're anyone murdered. would do that anyone right. is as interesting as you pilot pete pilot pete who's an essential worker now because he's a pilot which yeah is i was like think about that's so interesting um, um okay my next bullet is hannah ann's beautiful soul dot 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 Oh my god, he kept talking about Hannah Ann's soul. Did okay, did you listen to the Hannah Ann interview? I didn't get through it because she was just I couldn't get through Can it. Can you tell me like if you learned anything more about who she is from that? No. No, that was it. That's why I couldn't get through it because she was just as media trained as she was on After the Final Rose. And it was just her being like like mildly shading Peter, but just ultimately being like exactly what we saw like I didn't learn anything else like I didn't see like a realer side of her I didn't learn anything about this woman she was still just as like boring and bot like as she was before so I I have turned I think that when people see her in person she just like makes this eye contact with them and they're like wow yeah literally they didn't ask her like interesting questions like I really I didn't even retain like like it was just her 
kind of reiterating everything that happened. Did they ever discuss in that conversation if Hannah Ann, like, potentially wasn't ready for marriage either? No, she just was like, yeah, I was, like, ready to be in a relationship, and I was in love with Peter, so I wanted to get married at the end. It was never, they never brought up her, like, her age or her, like, plans to move to LA, which she said she was like, I was gonna move to LA regardless after the show. Like, they just didn't challenge anything she said. So. This is so crazy. Um, Another thing that I noted um, was that Peter defends the, or doesn't defend the producer, but doesn't defend the producers, but he never speaks negatively about them, ever, mm -hmm. ever. Even though they, like, clearly were like manipulating him yeah like can we talk like the fucking concert with victoria f and her ex like they wanted you you guys all to look embarrassed and stupid and he was just like and and nick is like that's something i really respect about you man and it's like what why (laughs) i was like it's like yeah there's definitely people who maybe like uh divert a lot of responsibility that maybe they should be taking yeah and like blame editing and stuff whatever Right, but Peter made all the bad choices this um, season, but also he was put in really uncomfortable situations, like when Hannah Brown came back, like, the second episode. It was the second group date, or the first Yeah, come on. That's, like, so mean. And Hannah Ann's, like, I, like in, a, in a date where you talk about sex, Hannah Ann's, like, me and Peter had sex, and then, like, it had not been that long. No, they was clearly the first time they were like seeing each other and since so they long. yeah, since literally they saw each other like her after the final rose and it's and just they like broke down and just like started crying talking about why they should have wait they shouldn't have ended like that was awful and they filmed yeah. all of it and they didn't know like why wouldn't you be mad at the producers? It's so weird. Like I like what I I there must be something going on. Like why is that a value to not talk badly about the producer? It's like Things as blatant as the Chase Rice concert. Like, the producers knew yeah. that he dated Victoria because they interview everyone about everyone they've ever dated. And all the contestants have to list every ex they've ever had when they apply for this show. That's so insane. The producers knew. And yeah, dude. it's just crazy. Just because they comforted you after they fucked you over? Like, that Stockholm Syndrome, Kelly Locked in the Closet vibe. <laughs> That's Kelly locked in the closet vibes. And I understand him trying to, like, preserve relationships so he doesn't want to throw people under the bus. But the Chase Rice thing, he totally deserves to get mad at. And the Hannah Brown being filmed in the dressing room when they didn't know they were being filmed, they totally deserve to be mad at the producers for that, too. Yeah, you can say, like, technically it's legal, of course, because of the contract. But, like, be mad and be like, that was unnecessary. Right, exactly. Because you could just let him focus on, like, the people there. And so, from that point, it totally, like, ruined the tone of the whole season. Because it was just like, okay, you can just do anything? Like, is this even real? It felt spineless of Peter to just not even stand up for his, like, for his feelings in that way. It was crazy. Um, Okay, so, yeah. And then I also saw, I heard, we're getting so serious, but it's, I guess, (laughs) we got about it um nick nick said that when he spoke to hannah she also said that it wasn't the right thing like right that when they broke up she knew that that was the right thing to do and it's like then maybe you could be a little bit less hard on him yeah for sure that you guys were like he shouldn't have done it but like when all is said and done he ended it pretty quickly yeah, if, if he didn't, like, string her along. And he had, he even said, like, I was planning on, like, think, like letting things go further till after the final rose, but, like, I couldn't do it out to her, and I just felt like it was right to break it up. And it's like, yeah, that, that was the right thing. It was stupid, like, bad that it happened, but that was the right yeah. thing to do. And, like, it sucks for Hannah Ann, but, like, the fact that Peter needed closure with Hannah Brown, because the last time they spoke was at that date, it's, like, it's just true that he, I said this at the last episode or the first one or something, but it's, like, it's true. He needed that. I, I noted that, too, that, like, um, like, sorry, it feels weird to you, but it's yeah. true. Like, how they saw the episodes early and 
so Peter saw the episode where he and Hannah talk and he was like you know what I need closure from this and Hannah Brown reached out to him and was like this was hard like can we just talk about it that is so reasonable to me and like I feel like Hannah Ann I'm that was before he ever Hannah. got anywhere with Hannah Ann I know and it was like literally their first weekend together so it makes perfect sense to me that he'd be like can, can I just talk to her because my feelings are like all over the place right now and she yeah, like, and I live a life where I'm not allowed to talk to people for so yeah. long in this process it felt like Hanan totally played it up, like, and you talked to Hannah Brown, and it's like, no, you, he asked you, and you said it was fine, like, don't act like he went behind your back and did something shady, like, he did a perfectly, perfectly reasonable thing with your permission, like, don't play that up either, like, don't do that to be a victim. Yeah, and if a normal thing or- in this, like, totally unrealistic process happens, then just like don't drag his ass on TV about it. You know, it's yeah. like the fact that he makes out with other girls and needed closure with Hannah Ann. Like you can be like, this is so weird to go through, but like, don't use that as ammo for like <laughs> making him look like a fool. And I need to clarify that like we're not fans of Peter by any means. Let me say that last week I said I hated Peter so much. Yeah. Like, not fans. I don't like that we have to talk about this. <laughs> I don't like that this is the topic of the week, but but there's just a lot that's not being said in the universe, <laughs> including Kelly being locked in a closet. That's the main issue <sighs> we have. Um, um, I said I kind of want to listen to the episode with Hannah Ann, like, I don't actually, but I'm just, like, how could she defend, like, how could, how would she speak about her speech at After the Final Rose? Ugh, she's, you just, just gonna have to be go what listen. you said. It's, like, not, the, yeah, it's, you just have to go listen. It's, um, I recommend it for people just to hear her speak for longer than four minutes, but, um, yeah, another, Emma, go ahead. Oh. I had a no, question you for you, if you yes. might know this. Um, if Peter doesn't propose at the end, like, what happens? I, I think paid? it's, like, I don't know. I think something, it, it must be something in the contract that says that he has to or else. Um, but, like, <laughs> that's what the contract proposed. says. You have to or yeah. else. You have to or else. And then, like, I don't know, Chris Harrison shows up at your house with, like, a baseball bat and scares you into proposing or something. Yeah, because they're navies. Um, pretty soon after that, Nick Fayol, I don't know if you caught this and had a reaction to it, but he said, I've been able to text your mom. She sounds great. I noticed that. <laughs> Why is he texting Peter? Why? Why? <laughs> and you don't know that someone's mom is great by texting them. I text. I wouldn't text your mom. That's weird. And we're very close. And it'd yeah. be weird if you texted my mom. It would be weird. Like I've met your what mom. What if I was She's like, nice, "Wow, like- really? You think that would be weird?" But he's like, <laughs> but so Peter's like talking about how like after the final rose does not reflect who his mom is. And Nick Files like, "Yeah, your mom's great. I've been able to text her, and she sounds great." Why are you texting? Like, was he just trying to get the scoop? That's so weird. Why was he texting? Don't text. Why was he text? Why was he? Yeah, maybe he was getting the scoop. That actually worked when I asked that to myself a bunch of times. <laughs> Even though you said it. But it's just like, you don't know anyone's gray over text. No. Especially because he said I was able to text her a little bit. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another observation I had was, not an obs- this is just a thing that happened. Um, in my notes, it's when Peter had to redo his proposal because he didn't say, will you marry me? I said, what a dumbass. He also, about himself, said, I'm so bad at proposing. Freaking Dumbo. I had to redo the whole thing. Oh my god. Freaking Dumbo. Freaking Dumbo. This People dude in this universe a lot. love to say freaking. They Another say time that so he said freaking that I wrote down is um, <laughs> the Quarantine Cruise TikToks were freaking awesome. Freaking awesome. My next bullet is literally, uh, why do all these people say freaking? <laughs> I had it. Stop saying that freaking. Exact. Stop. You can say freaking. Stop, Stop saying freaking. freaking. Stop. I literally am not <laughs> okay with that. 
Another okay with freaking. We're making a declaration it's right a- now. And <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we have to just get out there and declare it because it's not okay. It's not okay to say freaking. Either like swear and say the word fucking or don't and say freaking, but don't say freaking. <laughs> you have to stop saying freaking. Maggie's on the floor dying. Oh, oh that's the worst part of the episode, but it's okay. Well, we can keep I'll going. Stop saying um, it. So when they even mentioned Barbara after the final rose, I got so uncomfortable. I was like, God, I just remembered that. It was so bad. I can't talk about it because it was bad and I hated it so much. Um. So yeah, when uh, Peter defends his mom, which like I don't even really know how I feel about that. And then Nick says that's a strong person. Um, that's the love of a mother, and you can't argue that. And it's like you can't just say like you can't argue that, and then you absolutely it, and then no can't. one's allowed to argue that. And it's like oh, Nick Vial said you can't argue that. Um, Nick Vial said it, so we can't. Um, yeah, anyway, I hate that. <laughs> moving on. Um, a, no, a you reason. can't argue that. Yeah. I thought it was kind of endearing when Peter said he got the tears, but he needed more of the after the final rose side of Barb. I was like, that's <laughs> true. That was cute. I was like, you were self-aware about this. I appreciate that. Um, oh. I wrote this above, but I forgot to say it. But I here's another bullet that says, I'll say it again. Listening at 1.5 speed is an experience. Yeah, I did that. Did you do 1.5? That's so fast. Yeah, my phone didn't have 1.25. Oh my god. It was crazy. Like... They're like, yeah, Peter knows when I'm on it. <laughs> but I, I think I heard every... The thing is that I think these guys talk so slow that it was fine. That's true. When I was listening to it on normal speed, I was like, no, I can't do this to myself. Yeah. Um, Peter says Kelly was too smart for the show, and Nick says, <gasps> maybe not too smart. <laughs> she was in her own head. I was like, oh my god. I probably... I think that my Yelp just... um cut off what you said so say it again <laughs> Yelp. i just like um, i'm sure it did <laughs> peter says kelly was too smart for the show which true and nick says maybe not too smart she was in her own head i was like yeah he's like um nick, she wasn't too smart yeah i was like, like oh you this girl lawyer is actually allowed to be smarter than you and it's fine what does Nick even do? He's a podcaster Shut who used up. to be All on a reality All he fucking does show. is talks to people from the show that he went on about the show. It's just like smarter you than you, know, Nick. Like, relax. Do you make your money? Don't act like you're smarter than Kelly. Nick. Don't be mad that Peter said she was too smart for the show and he didn't say, but Nick, you are also too smart for the show. It's like, chill. Ugh. Chill He's out. so annoying. Nick has a really annoying presence on other podcasts. Like, I could also devote an entire episode to this, but he's just, like, oh my God, really yeah. pompous and arrogant. He's just, like, a bad guest who kind of, like, negs the hosts, especially when they're He loves to neg. He thinks that that's the funniest joke. He's just awful. Um, but he weirdly has compelling... Po- he's just... I don't know. I can't watch a he lot has of good, He podcasts. has good questions. Yeah, like, he got true. the He got the information that we needed on this episode, for sure. True. That we didn't know we needed because last week we thought we were over it. Um, when he says that Maddie went back to her hotel to talk with her family for a while, all I could think is Maddie's dad's hair. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. We can say it. It's bad. Yeah, it's like crazy every time. And he like is kind of a public person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Peter says one at one point one person said in a crazy world. Oh my god, wait. I was world. and it remi- it was from a song. But I just remembered what it was. It's a song I sang in choir. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um okay. Peter Oh, Peter said he's proudest of how he handled his relationship with Victoria F. Are you I kidding me? Think that makes sense? Because he didn't handle anything well, and he actually kind of challenged her. That's true. He should have challenged her way earlier and way more. He should have dropped her. And it really says a lot that that's something that he's proud of, but... I was like, yeah. Him being like, you were fucking moody and completely unpredictable, and I can't tell if you like me, like, that was the only time that he, like, said the truth. 
that's true he did kind of stand up to her and she was like oh you're gonna just like hop a mood and it's like oh my god are you in a like, mood oh god i'm so mood. glad she's out of my tv she's out i of couldn't it. i had to skip weeks because i hated her so yeah maria um, had a hard time hard um i wrote down peter is addicted to the fact that he went he ran into kelly before the show started he's He's so obsessed with the fact that that happened also noted that the fact that he he talked about how he like ran into kelly like multiple times with like different bachelor people and it was like yeah you all just hang out with the same 45 people from the show it's It's like that crazy it's like blake running into fucking whoever at stagecoach it's like yeah because you guys all go to stagecoach or you guys all go to the thing. super bowl in miami and go to the same clubs it's like all the same all the same people do the same activities and it's like known that they all do these things it's not crazy that he keeps running into her he was yeah it's like, it, like sad that he keeps being like yeah and then i was like man that's so crazy like kelly like the second that nick asked him about kelly he's like Kelly and I have a really interesting story, as you know. And it's just like, oh, God. And I also wrote a bullet thinking about Blake and Jason and Peter clubbing together. (laughs) Just thinking about that. Peter, like, dancing the way he loves to dance. Also, Peter says, I freaking love dancing. Yeah, it's cringy, but I'm not, it's like, I freaking love it. And it's like, freaking love it. (laughs) Also, um... He talks about listening to Kaigo and doing yoga in the hallway at 1 a.m. with Kelly, which just made me laugh. That was just a funny line. Because he said it like it was the most romantic thing That's in the world. That's so like, weird. It was so weird. Yeah, I wrote, I don't, I don't know, I guess they're made for each other, but they give me a weird feeling in my chest. <laughs> Your chest. It's just um, like, I don't, I'm, I'm like, okay, I guess... Yes, that's what you guys want. I'm like, sure. To listen to Kaigo oh. at one in the morning. I don't even know. And do yoga. If someone wants to do that with you, I guess. Go ahead. Th- that probably is a really good match for you. Um, um, Kelly lives in Florida part of the time. Okay. That was weird. Oh. I don't know what to do with that. Sorry, I'm getting so overzealous. Would you like to do one? Um, I, I only have one left, so. Okay, cool. I have a lot of random things to say, but do Fine. yours. Um, my favorite thing was at the very end when they're kind of like sending Peter off and uh, Nick is like, so yeah, you love dancing. When Jack was like asking about the line <laughs> dancing thing, what was that? <laughs> and Peter's like, well, yeah, no, I, I do love line dancing. Like I'm a really good line dancer. And Nick just kind of goes, no, but like, why did he top bring that up when he was talking about you and Madison's like compatibility? And Peter's like, yeah, you know what? Like, that was really weird. Like, why did he bring up line dancing? Which was really validating for me as a yeah. viewer who saw that and was like, why is he bringing up line dancing right now? And then the episode ends and they're like, okay, bye, Peter. Like, yeah, they're like okay, gotta on. go. <laughs> Which maybe it felt like that because, again, I was at one and a half speed. But <laughs> it was like one more thing. Yeah, it was funny when Peter's like, I don't know why Jack said that. And it's like, thank you so much because I also don't know. It was it was great. I just thought it was hilarious. That's the note we ended on. It was the line dancing. Line. <laughs> um, what are some okay, so to dive a little deeper into Miami or into Peter reuniting with Kelly in Chicago, um, he was hanging out with Dustin. It's also like you're in Chicago. Who? Where was he planning on quarantining? I have no idea. Before he that, did- with Dustin, maybe. <laughs> Whatever. So then. Um, Dustin texts Christian, who brings Kelly along, and I'm just, like, so, I, like, need to, I know you didn't watch Bachelor in Paradise, but I need to just, like, go in on Christian for a second, and that is her name, Christian, even though it's spelled like that, um, it's spelled K-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. Oh, my God. So, she, so, okay, so, Demi was on Paradise, right, and she started flirting with Derek, um, and... But then there was this whole storyline where she was like, I'm actually bi, and I've been seeing, and you read, I don't know if you read Allie's recap of this, but she explained it very well. Um, and I've been seeing this girl from home, and I'm, like, so scared. And she was just, like, really moving things along with Derek, and she's like, and I'm so scared to, like, be honest about my sexuality. Um, so I went on this show, and, like, I'm scared no one's going to accept me when I come out. And it's like, Hannah Brown comes to like give her advice and Hannah Brown's like just be yourself and so then she comes out 
but in all wrapped up in her coming out is like also I have a girlfriend and Derek's like oh okay and like the way that Allie wrote about it was just like it just became this like obviously ABC virtue signaling thing of just like we're so excited that Demi's being herself but like Demi's coming out story became wrapped up in like so this was never going to go anywhere to Derek and Derek was not allowed to be like hey that was a little bit dishonest of you that you were actually seeing someone and you like move things along with me when you were not done with that relationship but he's not allowed to say that because then people will say like you're disapproving of her lifestyle and you're making her not have a safe place to come out and so he literally just couldn't say a thing and so he was just like I'm happy for you and she's like and also my girlfriend's coming here literally the same day she breaks up with him her girlfriend comes and then they're just like happy together that's insane. And then they get and engaged. Really Obviously, sad. they're broken up now. But, like, Christian is not in Bachelor Universe at all. She's, like, He's a brought Christian, in a Norman. like, other type of Christian, like, um, music producer. Okay. And I don't get why she was hanging out with Kelly. They never overlapped. And maybe she's just, like, in the world now because she I know, was but it's just, show. like, so weird. Like, it's just so sketchy. Like, Demi was dating someone, brings her up randomly. She's allowed to come to Paradise even though she never was on a show. And now she's just hanging out with Bachelor Nation people. It's crazy. And uh, she's I, just as, like, sketchy to, to me. It is so, very weird that they – it's just, like, not – it's never – I don't think they've ever done something like that. It doesn't make any sense. Like, why would she? It's like, oh, Chris, Kelly was with Christian, and it's like, wait, how do you guys know? I mean, know they know each other from Bachelor, but it's like, if like Christian, I think is friends with Blake, and it's like, yeah, it makes sense. You guys like went on Paradise together. I know that they're like allowed to hang out when they're not on camera, and I'm watching it, but it's just like, I don't know. Christian is was, I don't know, and then they well, break up. It's weird that they brought her on and that she was like, well, I'm a part of this world now, when she, like, just got introduced into it so randomly, and then it, it just felt really, like, unnatural. And, I mean, everything about the show is unnatural, but it just felt, like, so outside of yeah, the Yeah, and then it becomes the Christian, Kelly, Peter, Blake, Jason, and Dustin, who said three words on camera. It's crazy. Okay, anyway, so I just had to say that. Um... Okay, when um, he explained his reasoning for quarantining with Kelly, it actually, like, kind of made sense. But it, to me, it's still crazy that of all places, he was like, I should just go to Chicago with Kelly. It's like, you don't have anyone else that would be a good, <laughs> like, you have to, it, you know. Yeah. But I said, I guess to Peter, flying is really casual to do, I guess. But it's pandemic, but this is so, then I was just like, this is so weird. Like, I was like, I don't really know. I don't really want to get into, like, giving an ethical judgment on, like, Peter's weird quarantine <laughs> decisions, considering he, that he's a pilot. He's not making any logical decisions right now, and it's just not even, it's, like, not even worth dissecting because it, it's so, like, all of it is so weird, and the fact that he's choosing to quarantine with Kelly, is, it's just bonkers to me, and I... And they're just, not a, they're like, we're just getting to know each other, like, there's nothing there, or, like, there's no relationship yet, and it's, like, okay, that's a really big step. You basically just moved in with her. And you're like, he's being too chill keeping, about it. He's like, we're taking things slow. It's like, you absolutely you're absolutely not. Because you just moved into her house in Chicago <laughs> with Dustin and the other girl. Um, it's insane. Yeah, um, so that's like basically what they covered on the Vile Files. And... Peter is childhood friends with Victoria Justice, which they don't cover. But well, we cover it. People aren't, ta- that's another thing, including the closet, that people aren't talking about enough about Bachelor Nation. I think he, he posted a photo with her or she posted a photo with him, but as you, I don't know, they were just like, yeah, we've He's been like, friends freaking love old. this guy. They are like they that. They freaking love each other. Yeah, so it's just like, it's an interesting um, people to be childhood friends. It just makes me think that Peter would have found his way to fame, regardless. Yeah. 
Yeah. And not I mean, that being, yeah. Not I don't that know. being friends with a like famous, like an ex Nickelodeon star makes you like hungry for fame, but it just makes me think like if this is the people that he's grown up around, then it's like something that was probably normal for him as like a Southern California LA boy. Um, yeah, and like Victoria Justice, yeah. I like have this weird alliance with like her co-stars about not liking her. Oh, me too. I trust is, all of them. I like. I'm like yeah. When me and Ariana were on the set together, like Victoria was just like a huge diva. <laughs> But, I mean, like, she was the least talented person on that show. A hundred percent. And apparently she was, like, not fun to work with. And I think that she probably was not fun to work with because she knew that she was the least talented person on that show. And she was, he, she had just been on Zoe 101. So I think she had just been, like, on hey a girls, big show. girls, welcome to my channel. Right. It was her channel. And, like, yeah, they built the show around her, but it very quickly became, like, Oh, everyone else on this show is so much funnier and yeah. so much more talented. Like, they literally had, like, star power, and you could not, like, like, that show is so good. Like, so unusually talented. Like, the That's talent the on that show is, like, 15 to 20 years of Disney stars worth of talent. It was so you know what I mean. good, and it was really funny, and everyone was just, like, everyone just had, was, like, a little weird, and it wasn't as, like, um, just, like, clean and boring as Disney. Like, it was, like, it was fun to watch. Like, I remember watching it yeah. as a teen, and I was like, oh, Victoria's is on. Like, it was fun. Yeah. Um, so but anyway, they're trying to Like, friends. so it's just a random person for, you know, it's just, like, the truth, but it's just a random person to find out that he grew up with. It is very random. I just spilled my water. Oh, no. Um, everything is okay. There's a little bit of water. Oh, that's good. Um, so crisis averted, people. Yeah, so... <laughs> Those are our thoughts on Peter Kelly and Peter and Kelly. We we feel weird about them. Yeah, but ultimately, whatever, I guess. I don't know. I don't even know how I feel. It was cathartic to talk about that, but, like, yeah. where does it leave me? I don't know. I think, ultimately, we need to decide that none of it matters. But they yes. did make me drop, like, listening, just their entire, all of their behavior, listening to Peter on Nick Vial, all of it was making me drop because they're so weird about the way they handle everything. Yeah, and just, like, former Bachelors being, like, that is the hardest thing, and you don't get it, and it's just, like, that's so weird, like, I just can't get over the, I know I fucking said this, but, like, the Bachelor podcast ecosystem that is just, like, they all just go on each other's shows and talk about being on this show, and we just consume it. None of them are funny. 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 And that is what we hope to bring to the table, not to just, like, say that outright, but it's, like, the thing is that we listen to a lot of amazing Bravo podcasts, and there are so many funny ones that we don't even listen to, because that's how funny people in Bravo universe are. There's just so many, it's, like, I could spend a full day listening to all these podcasts. And laughing. Yeah, like, Like five recaps of Vanderpump, and, like, there would be funny stuff in every single one. No one who recaps The Bachelor, I'm not trying to get into the business necessarily of Bachelor episode recapping, but none of them are funny because so many of them, it's like Becca Martinez, not funny. Peter and Nick Vial, not funny. Peter's not recapping, but you know what I mean. Rachel, Rachel and, and Becca, not funny because Becca K is now the co-host. Oh my God. Bachelor happy hour. Was Ashley I, she has a podcast. She's not funny. She's not funny. And it's just like... These people get on the show and then are like, I can parlay this into anything I want. And it's like not being funny. <laughs> so, and we listen to this Huffington Post one. It's not that great. And it's just like, no one's like giving us, like for some reason, the world of Bravo fans, like they're so much more like rabid. Right. And they're just so much, I, I don't know. It feels like they dissect the show in a really funny and smart way. And because all of the biggest um, batch podcasts are from people from the show, it feels like they're not really like they're not yeah, because you're not they're being like, funny about it. They're one or two friends removed from you, so you can't like they and you know what it feels like friends. to be there, so you can't really just like watch as a viewer, right? Even so, like Becca Martinez and what's her name Jess, they're so not funny, and even having like an outside perspective, it's just like they're just not no. good hosts they just recap the and it's fine but it's like we want to bring the lulls to yeah that's our universe and the brains the 
lulls in the brains. Oh my god, brain. <sighs> because I because I think people who talk about Bravo like don't take it like as like they take it as seriously yeah. as it is. And they talk about like what it means about life, but they're not like I'm gonna take everything Peter says at face value because that would be so stupid because it's there's so much more going on behind the scenes and Bravo fans like care about that. Yeah. So okay. those so, are thoughts. Yeah. But are I thoughts. think we need to move on to the things that keep us from dropping unless you have any final closing arguments. About Peter. Or just anything if you like wanted to speak on speak on anything else. No, I just need to bring up that he's friends with Victoria Justice just so that that never gets forgotten. Never um, forget. That keep your eye out her. this week, guys, for news about Kelly being locked in the closet for three hours because we are not over that. And we think that if it comes down to us having to do a private investigation, we are definitely thinking about that as an option. So we're going to do some investigative journalism and we're going to get to the bottom of it if it's the last thing we do, if yes. no one does it before us. So yeah, yeah, I can go ahead and say what kept me from dropping this week was Summer House. Fun. Um, I almost had a freak out about Summer House. I mean, I actually did go through having a freak out because I was like, wow, they have nice jobs that they work all week. And then they also can afford to be at the Hamptons all weekend. And they live in New York and have it all figured out. And they're all hot and perfect. And they're not perfect. Like, I don't want to, like, actually, like, have their personalities. But I was just, it was, it was not aspirational. I was just, like, this is awful. Like, I can't watch this and just, like, not compare myself. So I stopped watching for a while. But I've gotten to a really good place with it. Where I'm just, like, what's up this weekend, guys? Like, it's, who's in the house? Like, what's going on? And this week it was, like, really good drama. Like, I was glued to my TV. So, Summer House absolutely kept me from dropping this week. Um, I love that. Um, something that kept me from dropping is something in a similar universe, uh, which is Sex Unique Podcast, which is one of our favorite podcasts, um, where they recap Vanderpump Rules. And today, or this week's episode, which came out today, was two and a half hours long, and it was like... <laughs> a deep dive of the episode but they would like deep dive into like every character yeah and they would like we need i was just like sitting outside listening to this and i haven't finished it actually because it was so long um but it just like gave me everything i needed and it like energized me and it was like made me really excited to record today so Uh. that kept me from dropping this week ah we love Ah. to hear it there's always something guys um, also, something that kept me from dropping was releasing on Tuesday on my birthday. It was so fun. <gasps> that was amazing. People listened, and we love everyone who listened. And um, being on Spotify is fun. Having a yeah. drop drop is fun. So it's been good times, all things considered. I've gotten good all. feedback, and we're just um, very happy to make this thing. And I was going to say we're here to give the the people what they want, but we're here to give the people what we want, and some of them happen to want the same thing. Ultimately, we're just giving the people what we want, Um, and don't you ever forget that. And thank you for also wanting it sometimes. Sometimes. You're not going (laughs) to get it right all the time, so sometimes is the best we can hope for. All right. um, Have a great week, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye.